Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of Drafts and Drafts. This is Drafts and Drafts with Timmy McBee and Adam E. I am your host, Timmy McBits, and of course, I am here with my co-host, Mr. Adam E. Adam, how are you doing tonight? Not too bad. Feeling refreshed. Got a haircut, a little bit of sun. Uh, hope, hopefully, I'll show a little better than last week. Yeah, I, I saw the haircut. I think you're you're looking sharp, buddy. You're looking sharp. It's... Uh, that's, uh, I mean, we're in totally different climates right now, but uh, you look refreshed, you know what I mean? You look good. Yeah, trying to pump my tires, catch me off guard, huh? Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to ease you in here. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, uh, we are Timmy McBee and Adam E. We, uh, we, we host the Drafts and Drafts podcast, and Drafts and Drafts is honestly just a, a show um, that uh, we, we essentially choose a topic every week. Um, that varies from week to week. I mean, Adam and I love to, to talk and, and uh, debate about movies and music and sports and all kinds of stuff. So uh, we pick a topic and, uh, and, and we essentially try and pick the best team. So um, just quickly, I mean, Adam, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us how, how last week went? Last week wasn't that great. Uh, final results, uh, Timmy B, 62%, Adam E, 38%. And just 62 is... Uh, greater than 38 oh okay yeah just that that is correct yeah um never feels great to lose by that much i think a lot of people in my situation would make excuses um maybe talk about the dirty little secret fiasco of episode one maybe start calling it mean girls gate uh maybe say that this is one of the biggest scandals of Lindsay lohan's career uh but not me that's that's not how i do it no Uh, ultimately team adamy needs to get better and that starts with adamy so congratulations if you want to gloat a little bit. Yeah, no, listen, I like you taking ownership over it, uh, and I appreciate you giving credit where credit's due. I mean, I, you know, it was a close one. I, I, it's tough. Um, I seem to to hit what the people were looking for. Uh, you know, I don't want to say that's a big margin, but it's certainly not a small one. So uh, I'm uh, I'm happy to take down week one and uh, and go up one nothing. I feel like I'm playing with house money right now. So. Uh, yeah. Um, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell everybody what, uh, what we're going to be dealing with this week? Yeah. The, uh, the goal this week is we're drafting a zoo. So we have six categories we need to hit. Those are main attraction, uh, watered down, which is a water animal, try a flight, something that flies, uh, an extinct or fictional animal, a celebrity animal. So this could be like Tony the tiger. Um, a real animal with a celebrity presence from some sort of media, and finally a tour guide, someone to take us around the zoo and show us around. And just just uh, for clarity, a tour guide has they have to be living, right? Have to be living. Okay. Okay. And so the so how it works is uh, we'll flip a coin, decide who who goes first. Um, whoever gets first pick chooses the category. The next person responds, and then it kind of snakes. So. The person who responds gets to choose the next category, get first pick of that category, respond, and we go through all six categories. All right. And and this week we are adding a new feature. Um, we're going to be adding a veto into the mix. So uh, essentially if one of us, because the categories are a little bit out there and there's some new ones to them, if one of us picks something that the other feels doesn't quite satisfy what the requirement was, they can drop the veto, uh, make the player go back to the board for a new selection and so I think it's going to keep you on your feet. And anything questionable, you may not be able to get by. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's get to it. Let's do it. 
you know, I think before we get into the one draft, we have to get into the other draft. So, Adam, what are you uh, what are you rocking tonight for your draft? Yeah, went up to uh, Ventura this weekend. It's a really good uh, beer drinking town. A lot of breweries, and one of them was Made West Brewing Company. And so I didn't try this one there. I wanted it to be live for the the podcast. And it's the five year anniversary double IPA. Five types of hops. Five. Uh, they call it an epic combination, uh, and it results in a punchy tropical profile, balanced with pine resin and clean snappy bitterness. So that's so. If I'm doing my math right, that's two more types of hops from last week. Is that right? I, I think that was the issue last week with my draft. Not so. enough hops. Not enough yeah. hops. Hmm. That's yeah. okay. Okay. Well, uh, I. Uh, Again, I always try and keep mine a little bit topical. I, to be fair, you know, we don't always know what we're doing until just before. So I, I just, this was a good one to have uh, ready to go. Uh, I am doing Hop City's Barking Squirrel. So I thought, hey, zoo, get some animal themed ones. Everybody loves a good barking squirrel. Uh, it's, a, it's an amber lager. So it's a little bit, you know, different. You get a dark, uh, dark color, but you still get pretty easy drinking taste. Uh, you know, not too much bitterness or anything. And, uh, and I've had it before, and I, I really like it, so I thought it'd be a good one for tonight. Um, so I think all that's left is to figure out who gets to go first. And so, of course, I have the coin. So, Adam, I, I, uh, I'll let you call it in the air. And it's a big sure. coin, so I'll try to flip it properly. Okay, ready? That didn't flip. Tails that never... didn't flip. That didn't okay. flip. Okay, let's try it again. There you go. Tails never fails. It is Tails. It is tails. All right. See, All this right. could be it. Last week you didn't win the coin flip, but maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last thing we should mention is uh, we're on Instagram, Drafts and Drafts Podcast. Uh, probably about an hour after the show wraps up, we'll put up a poll, and so you can go on and vote to see who won the draft. Yeah, and I think it's important that you know, obviously, we we need your input here. Uh, you know, I, I gave, I even gave Adam a vote last time and it uh, still didn't work out. So, you know, this week I'm going to let, I'm going to leave it to you guys, let you guys decide. Uh, so make sure you hop on there and vote one way or the other. So Adam, what do you, uh, what do you think you're going to start off with here? Uh, I think I'm going to start off with main attraction. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like this category could be pretty deep, but there's one I want and I'm, I'm happy to take it off my board first overall uh get it onto my my team put in my zoo um i think there's only five zoos last i checked that have this animal in north america and that is the giant panda uh big panda guy myself uh, they breed them in zoos and that's made them go from extinct to vulnerable which is like one step up in the endangered species category so you, you get some positive impact there um eat a lot of bamboo so you get to see them doing things frequently because they spend most of their day just eating bamboo. Uh, they're playful. They're incredibly clumsy, which is a great combination. If you go on Instagram or YouTube, you can find tons of videos of pandas rolling down hills. Uh, they often have slides. So I'll, I'll, I'll get them a slide. If they want a slide, I'll get them a slide. And so they'll be sliding down, not always in perfect form, sometimes rolling down hills. Uh, if it snows, they like playing in the snow. I think it's just a solid first overall pick, and I'm happy with it. So, just for the record, your biggest attraction is a species that can barely keep itself alive, poisons itself with its own food, and essentially just lies around and stares at the sun all day. That's what you're. That's what you're. This is your number one. This is what people are coming through the door to see. I'm just. I just want to be clear. Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? 
that is true. You know, they're trying their best. Uh, don't really appreciate the slander here, Ryan. But well, if you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to bring in experts to get them to procreate. Otherwise, they're just gonna, you know, this. It's. It, I'm just surprised. But uh... I, I, I have the budget for that. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm now the sixth zoo in North America that has these creatures. Ah. Um, I'm assuming my zoo is in North America. So, pandas, lovable, fun to fun to watch, fun to watch play. I'm I'm happy with pandas as my pick. Okay. Well, I do. I I did want to mention, by the way, when we're doing this, uh, full assumptions on plenty of space for all animals, humane treatment, proper care. You know, we obviously support uh, the, the the proper health and well-being of all animals and the care of all animals. So any of our picks are not uh, on the on that assumption that that's you know doable. I mean, this is an imaginary zoo, so I think we're allowed to to bend the rules a little bit on that one. Um, I th I think uh, pandas cost five times more than elephants to keep because they eat so much bamboo and it's difficult to get. So I'm assuming we have quite a large budget. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I think I think we can assume near infinite budget. That's that's fair. Uh I uh, I this one for me was probably the hardest category because uh you needed to like I was trying to think of like a door buster. Like what is gonna get people through the door? Uh it's gotta be real. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to do basic uh, not that pandas are basic. I just didn't, you know, necessarily want to do something super plain, but I want to do something that I would want to see. Like, what would I go to the zoo for? Uh, and this one's a little bit kind of different, but I, in my head, this screams main attraction and I would absolutely pay money to go see it. And I would have the largest animal in the world, a blue whale and a blue whale, you know, it, it's up to a hundred feet long. It's like 400,000 pounds. No, how many people in the world have seen a blue whale? Uh, of course, imaginary zoo, so you have the space for it. And I, I think of all things that are going to get people to knock on the door and get in the gates, it's going to be seeing the biggest creature on the planet. Um, and, you know, it's, it's something that it's not, obviously other people don't have it, but it's out there. And, uh, and I think it would be something that people would pay to see. That's wild to me. Um, so one, you're doubling down because we have a water down. Oh, I know. As um, well. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, so you're doubling down with water animals. Yes. Not not the sexiest type of animal. Um, <laughs> I don't think blue whales are particular. No, I I'm not saying they're sexy, but that's uh, and, yeah, yeah. And I think as an attraction, like you're gonna go in, look at them, and be like, yep, that's that's a big whale, and that's it. Like the, you need a tank so big to I, fit. The it's blue an whale. imaginary zoo. Of course, that's but, why I premised the whole thing on the assumption that they will have enough space for their survivability. It's going to be difficult to see. I I get the the novelty of seeing a huge blue whale. Maybe maybe you have some underground viewing area, and it swims by you, and you're like, "That's a, that's a big whale," but it's just not it's not very fun. I'm not, I'm not really I, going I, to see a blue whale. I'm, I don't know. I'm going for awe inspiring in this one. You know, there's other categories. There's going to be other animals. I want Thunderstruck. I want, this is like the literal main attraction. This is what people go to see. And, uh, and, and I, I just can't think of a more fantastic creature on Earth than the blue whale. I know it's been out there, but you went with the big category number one. And I'm going to drop that one right there. All right. Okay. He heavily disagree. Not even remotely on my board. <laughs> but all right. Okay, well. You didn't use your veto, so I got away with that one. Uh, all right, so 
this <laughs> that was the one I struggled with all day, and I, I think I made up my mind about ten seconds ago. I, there's I had others on the list, but that one I was really excited about. Okay, um, well I, I'm gonna try something that's uh, a little bit different here, and I'm gonna go. Actually, no, I'm gonna go. We'll, we'll keep it a little similar. Never mind. We'll keep it similar. Uh, so having the first pick on this one, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried about this. I'm not using this to snag an animal. I think a lot of my picks are going to be safe, but this is one that I, I'm just interested in. Um, and that is going to be try a flight. So let's try a flight. Obviously it's a bird. Uh, sorry. It's an animal that has the ability to fly. That's, that was important, a category. Important distinction. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, and you know, that could be one of a lot of things. And you know that I'm a big sports fan. You know that I love the Toronto Blue Jays. And I think Blue Jays are a fantastic looking bird. However, however, we see them all the time. You know what we don't see is the rare green jay. And this is a real bird. This exists. It's very, it's very beautiful. It's, it's rare. It's not like exotic, but it's, you know, it's, it's rare. Uh, it's a spin on a classic Canadian favorite animal. They're mean, they're, they're hard nosed, uh, easy to care for. Don't need a ton of, I mean, they're birds. They need obviously a lot of space, but not like a ton of space. And, uh, and I, I just, I've never seen one and I really want to see one. I like in real life. I think that would be awesome. Um, yeah. Shocks. That was my first overall pick. I know. I, I figured, I figured. Um, yeah. Okay. It's. A blue jay, but green. I don't. Once again, you're going with green and something that's big as your two picks, and I, I don't. I don't know if I'm buying tickets. I don't know if I'm buying tickets yet. I think you're going to have to. You have a, a tough road ahead of you on the back end of this draft. The green jay. I listen. Like, everybody's. Okay. Everybody's. I'm, I'm not going to name animals until you pick. But there's a lot yeah. of other birds that are out there. There's a lot of other stereotypical zoo animals. I want a zoo that people are going to see the attractions. And I don't think there's a person I know that's seen a green jay. But I think there's a lot of people that would want to see a green jay. I think uh, you'll sell a lot of tickets in the bird watching community for sure. Um, but I'm so far, I'm not buying a ticket. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Um, okay. This one's kind of basic, but... Um, I think it's a, I'm not a big bird guy, personally, kind of scared of birds. Fun fact about me, um, scared of birds, but, uh, so this, this bird has the ability to fly, but it's not seen flying very often. It can't fly long distances. It's mainly a ground animal, but can fly. Okay. And that is the peafowl. The peafowl. Yes. So peacocks are actually just male peafowls. And peahens or female peafowls. Um, for the Instagram vote, I'll probably put peacock there just because it's what? more recognizable. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no, no! There's no manipulating this. Okay, okay. I'll put peafowl. I'll put peafowl. Fine. Um, they're incredibly large. The males have these beautiful tails. You can get all white ones. They're fantastic to look at. You don't you don't see peacocks that often. Um, well, I guess yeah, sure, green jays, but. I, I think seeing seeing a bird that big fly, even if it's for a short distance, is incredible to see. I think it. Well, I could just make up a fact, and you won't be able to check it. <laughs> no, I think they're I the largest. They're the largest bird that can fly. I don't. So know, I don't know about that. I'm going peafowl, and at my old apartment, one day I walked outside, and to the right of me, was a female peacock, 
it was just sitting right there. And I was just in such shock to see this wild peacock just hanging out. And then at one point it flew. I I think I spent the rest of the day just looking at this from my balcony, just looking at this peacock. I was like, what are you doing here? And it flew at one point from the ground just onto a tall post. And I was I was shocked. I was like, that's such a big thing to fly. So I think uh, the the physics that it's able to fly is impressive. And so I'm happy with the peafowl here. So number one, you've, yeah. you've picked two animals thus far. One can't keep itself alive and the other one can't even fly like it can sort of fly in the same way that like if i jump out on a trampoline like sure i guess i'm kind of flying it's, it's, it's number two it number two you picked upwards. a bird that you walked out of your apartment and it was there and you're you're creating a zoo because people want to it's you just walk out the door and it's sitting there and you're saying like oh it's so majestic and nobody's ever seen them even though it's you know it's the literal logo of a major television network all right, listen, I'm just saying you've you've picked a couple of things that are um I don't I don't want to call them unimpressive. I mean, I think they're both I think the peacock tries to be impressive, obviously. It's a tra- that, traditionally, you know, yeah. you you google top zoo animals and it's going to be there because I guess that's, you know, if that's the direction you're going and that's fine. And you were obviously enthralled by it. And I get that. And that's that's uh hey, you know, you, the whole point is you got to you get building a zoo that you you want to go to. So, I respect you on it. I, I again, Pandas and peacocks. I'm like, okay, but uh, but we're uh, we're off to uh, a pretty disagreeable start. I gotta say. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll uh, I'll pass it over to you for category number three. Yeah, I think I'm going uh, celebrity animal here. Celebrity animal. Okay. Um, I considered going Doug the dog. Uh, I just I, to pull through to my up pick last week. I thought but... I thought you might. I, I was thinking about that. I decided against it, so I'm going to choose an animal uh, coming in at 6.5 meters tall. Oh, no. Don't tell me you took what I just... No. He's he's big. No! He's red. <laughs> he's Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, my... I need a better poker face. I was really thinking about using that one early because I didn't want you to take it. Uh... I'm, so, I'm so excited to get Clifford the Big Red Dog. He's He's so helpful. He can help with tasks around the zoo. Um, he's a good boy. He's big. He's red. He's Clifford the Big Red Dog. Okay, so I just want to um, clarify for those watching, the celebrity sighting category is a celebrity animal that has to be based on a real animal. So it can't be an animal that doesn't exist. It has to be a famous animal that's a real thing. Not like a literal alive, not a, an actual existing being, but just based on something. So you're, you're taking a, a giant red dog. I'm just just clarifying. It seems like you're kind of body shaming him a little bit. By no, I'm just giant, asking. But, yeah. I'm just asking. Okay. He's, he's so much more than just a big red dog, but he's helpful in the later seasons of the show. He starts talking, which is kind of weird. I'm fine with him not talking. Um, he helps with adventures. <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog. It's a fantastic pick. Okay, no, I've been, board, I've, been, I've been a little mean. I, it's a good pick. I wanted it. I'm not going to lie. I thought about I thought about taking it last round because it was I was sitting on it all day and I was like, oh, he's not going to see it coming. And somehow you obviously very much saw it coming. That's a tough one. That is a that is a tough one. But, you know, again, it's a dog. OK, it's a big dog. That's uh, whatever. That's fine. I can't say I wouldn't see. Body shaming. I can't say I wouldn't see it because obviously I thought it was. uh, I thought it was good. Uh, So that's that's kind of thrown me 
a little bit, but I, that's okay. I got stuff that's ready to go here. Uh, I am going to pick something that is both classically interesting, but also very unique. And uh, I'm gonna go with the Pink Panther. So everybody likes seeing Panthers. Nobody's seen a Pink Panther. He solves crimes. You know, he's he's been around forever. He's European. He's you know he's he's got the, that for us North American folk. He's got that you know that interesting dynamic to him. Um, he's I, I don't know is he romantic? I don't even know. I need to say that with more confidence. Uh, I, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I think okay. there was a, a female Panther in there. There you go. And so, I mean, in terms of, like, you know, attractions that you'd want to see, just Pink Panther alone would probably get you in the door. And now, put on the fact that he solves mysteries, uh, you know, I, I mean, come on. Anybody, anybody breaks into the zoo, put him on the case. Somebody, you know, stealing money. Or, I mean, I'm, it sounds like I'm not running a very safe zoo, but if, so, you know, some crime happens or something, hey, we'll just call him up and say, hey. Mr. Pink Panther, can you please take care of that? So, uh, you know, I, I think we just we kind of picked animals that are just different colors and, you know, have some quirky characteristics to them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's it. Um, it seems like you have this guy working security as well. I'm, what I'm worried about logistically is if you lock up the Pink Panther, can he maneuver his way out of how you've locked him up? And then you just keep losing the Pink Panther. He keeps going into town. <laughs> and then one of your main displays is just gone. Is it like, is that an issue potentially? But, <laughs> that's, that's like, I like that. It's creative. Yeah. That could but, be a problem. But, I'd have to convince him to stick around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, you probably have to pay him. I think most of these animals, you don't have to give yeah. a, a salary. Yeah. Yeah. That's Pink fair. Panther. Maybe. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. That was a, that was a good category. Um, <laughs> now it's making me, now it's making me think like, oh, I thought I had that in the bag. Um, all right. So for the next category, I, 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 oh, this is going to be a tough one. I think I think I just I think I need to lock it up. I, like we all know it, we we know it. Um, but no, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give a pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this one. Okay, uh, we're gonna jump into the watered down category so we're going to go back to water animals so thus far i have a whale you know he's in the water different whale big animal i'm going to go with something a little bit smaller and this is something that i you know this is based on animals that that i uh particularly like as a kid my favorite animal growing up was this type of one of these not the exact same species uh, i am going to go with an animal called the glass frog and so the glass frog is a essentially a see-through frog and you can see all like it's you can see the whole anatomy you can see everything going on with it uh it obviously doesn't take up a ton of space um it's different than what you would see you got to go far and away to see it you can have like a, this is like one of my more enclosed exhibits where like you can go in and like see them and it's a, you know it's you don't have to stand behind a big tank and uh i just think you know it would be Kind of neat to see. I guess I'm kind of similar to the green jay here, but unique spin on an ale that we that we uh, traditionally you know don't find that interesting. And I even got my little, I even got my little, you know, support buddy here to help me out. So yeah, I'm going to go with the glass frog. For for those just listening, Ryan grabbed a uh, stuffed frog. Yes, I, I did. Up. 
yeah, he's got a little, he's got a little, he's got funky hair. I've had him for a while. It's one of he sits in my office with me. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the uh, water animals are sitting in the the green room, like at the NFL draft, and just being like, "Who did he take?" And he's pass over on me. Uh, glass frog. That uh, wasn't on my draft board. I'll have to say, um, interesting pick. Uh, I still think there's some value here uh, beyond glass frogs, but I I appreciate that you stuck to yourself and picked a a frog because you like frogs. Listen, I'm I'm uh, yes, I I I the one thing I don't think I have been in the past is true to myself, and I'm being true to myself here. Uh, yeah. You know, I have I have the big, and I'm trying to I'm trying to hit the different areas. I have the big animals covered. Now I'm going for something that's a little more intimate and a little different, and uh, again, something that I personally would find extremely fascinating. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's fine. <laughs> uh, I've got two here. Don't know which way to go. I think I'm between penguins and otters here, and I think I'm gonna go otters to diversify my board a little bit. Okay. Um. So otters, very playful. I remember one time I was at the Toronto Zoo. And they have a little display where the otter swims around, and it was just showboating for everyone watching. And it was so much fun to to watch. They're very playful. They're great swimmers. They swim in pairs sometimes. They're very cute. I think I'm dominating the cuteness factor of my zoo. Um, <laughs> yeah, they swim in pairs and hold hands. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, that's like I've seen. I've seen the falling asleep holding hands so they don't drift apart. I have seen that. No doubt. Very cute. Yes, I'll, I'll concede that point. That's going to sell some tickets. And uh, there's a video of one particular otter at the Oregon Zoo. I was trying to look up otter facts today. Like, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> um, and one thing he does is they give him a ball and they have a little basketball net. He likes dunking the basketball. I've kind seen, I've seen air, that guy. Yeah, yeah, kind of a bit of an airbud situation. Don't necessarily get him. But I think if we got an otter at my zoo, or a few otters, we could potentially train them to do that. So Make a little team. Um, yeah, I think uh, the globetrotter or the yeah the globetrotter otters the globetrotter uh, otters are, are potentially an attraction that I could sell, and so uh, I think with that people are going to want to come see them. So I'm happy. I'm happy with the pick otters. Is there any particular like? Are you just going for? I don't know too much about otters other than they seem to be similar size and like there's not that many species. Am I am I right? Is it just like are there different ones? Do you know? I don't know. Or are you just taking like? Just you're you're you think of a standard otter and that's what you're taking. Um, I'm thinking of special otters. There's nothing <laughs> standard about them. You're thinking, of basketball, no you're thinking of basketball playing otters. Yeah, okay. I, I have no idea about the subspecies of otters. So okay. I'm fine with just otters in general. Maybe someone can correct me at some point. Wouldn't wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be the globe trotters? Yeah, that that would be better. I was trying to think of that on the fly. Um, yeah. That, that was a swing and a miss there. <laughs> Anyways, fair enough. Uh, cuteness factor for sure. Again, you know, you, you, you listen. If you put two of those back like back uh, back court, and then throw Clifford up front, you got big center. Feed the ball. Yeah, no, you can make a yeah. team out of this. The pandas are not going to be doing anything at all. But hey, uh, all right, all right, otters. All right, so we got extinct slash fictional animals left in tour guides. Yes. All right, I'm going to go uh, with an extinct animal. 
Oh, I, I didn't. I thought you were gonna take. Uh, I thought you were gonna prioritize the tour guide category. Okay. No. Um. So I'm gonna go. There's a bit of. There's some issues with this being like an actual dinosaur. I should have like known some, you were gonna go with dinosaur. Yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some similar species to it, and some people think like one was discovered first. We won't get into that. Mm -hmm. I'm taking the brontosaurus. Um, okay. In particular, the Argentinosaurus, which is the largest dinosaur to ever exist, coming in at 80 to 100 tons, uh, 35 meters head to tail. Okay. It's massive. It's a little, it sees, little longer it sees than the your one. whale and says, it's, it's, get out of it's here. It's like 20 feet longer than this. It's not. Okay. All right. I, don't, I can't do the math on tons to, to pounds, but yeah. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's not a carnivore, so it's not dangerous. It's just going to spend the rest of its life just grazing on trees, living a good life. Everyone's going to walk up and be like, that's a, that's a big dinosaur. You get to see a dinosaur, you get to see something huge, something moving that you probably bigger than you've ever seen before. Um, I think it's a pretty safe pick, but I'm in the fifth round, I'm happy taking it here. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I wouldn't call the largest dinosaur to ever exist not dangerous quote-unquote i mean i i think there's there's some danger factor going for sure so number one we enter this draft and the first thing you criticize me for is i just took a colossal animal that's going to take up a bunch of space and since then you I drafted you drafted clifford the big red dog and you drafted the largest dinosaur of all time so I, let's let's take that criticism out of there you, you know you're going for cuteness and you're going for size that's what you're going for here and that's fine uh what i what i want to see a dinosaur absolutely but there's i mean pretty much any dinosaur i'd want to see so i don't know uh you know what's unique about it i mean i, I will say i know that you you have uh, uh you you prefer those dinosaurs i guess i don't know why uh i remember that from a long time ago uh that that was your favorite dinosaur but uh I, compared to like other options you could have taken i feel like people would rather see some of the more interesting or unique or dangerous dinosaurs but that's fine you got a big lumbering guy he's just uh he's just having a time eating some leaves minding his own business trying trying his best all right all right i will say I, thus far i definitely feel safer at your zoo but uh i think there's there's one thing that my zoo's missing that you know i uh that you know i'm trying to catch up to yours here and that's the cuteness factor and yeah. so if we're taking if we're talking extinct or fictional i'm gonna go with the fictional and this is an animal that's based on a mouse it's bigger than a mouse it's unique it's a pokemon and that is pikachu Number one, totally used to being around people. He's used to being a friend. He's used to cuddling. He's used to, you know, hanging out, walking with you. He's, he's very acquainted with people. So you can, you can definitely do the interaction exhibit, even though he's obviously got some shock factor going on. Number two, I mean, think about the different stuff you could do with him. He understands language. Uh, there's no training involved. You can chat with him. Uh, you can... Probably. And there's no training involved. Yeah, you, you don't have to you don't have to teach him anything because you just say, "Hey, Pikachu, can you do this?" and he'll do it. You know, for the most part. Uh, number oh, three, you have to train Pokemon. Okay, I don't mean to level them up. I mean, if Ash says, "Hey, Pikachu, 
come over here. He's going to come over here. You don't have to like, you know, have like a treat and be like, Hey, Pikachu, come here. Uh, that, okay. That's, that's a fair point. I mean, they're literally called trainers. I, I, yeah. All right. I just meant more that he understands you so he can do it. He can interact you in that sense. And then, you know, you might even be able to, I, I, Pokemon have to use their, like, he's got to get his electricity out. Uh, maybe you set up some sort of like sustainable energy situation at the, you know, just let them shock the, who knows? Like you can get creative with it. Uh, listen, I know that if somebody said there's a real life Pikachu that you can hang out with and, you know, play catch with, I'm like, I want to go there. I'd want to see it. That's, that's me. Here, here's my one question. Uh, Pokemon means pocket monsters. Mm-hmm. Are monsters animals? I, I think, okay, it doesn't, we'd have to Google it. Po- I know it's supposed to mean pocket monsters, but that's like a translation thing. I, I, I mean, you think of it, I didn't pick Onyx, who's just made of rocks. I picked an, like a, a Pokemon that's based on an animal. No like at the, at the end of the day, it's based on an animal. Yeah. Are, you, are you vetoing it or are you going to let it go? I think, why don't we check in with the chat? Is chat saying veto or not? I'm, veto? I'm getting, yes, it's a thunder mouse. He's an electric mouse. Adam, get your S together. Uh, you know, I, 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 there's a I lot won't. of debate. There's a lot of debate on whether he listens, and that, that's very much going your way right now. But thus I far, I got, he's a yellow painted mouse. So I don't know. All right. If, if the chat says, uh, says no veto i won't veto no they're saying you should um, they're saying you know you may want to use it um and i think fa- we're, we're checking i think the rule should be i like suggest it and if chat agrees with me it gets vetoed if they disagree with me then it doesn't get vetoed okay well i have one person saying veto you need it and another saying veto so i don't know i think that's that's probably a veto then you're gonna veto it you're gonna veto yeah. my pikachu yeah, it's a pocket monster. Um, it's also supposed to be a species, which I guess there's more than one Pikachu, but I think you're kind of referring to a the They're single all Pikachu. Pikachus. You catch a Pikachu. It's yeah. not... Okay, fine. So we'll, t- we'll take the veto. That's how it is. You're not going to have it for the last round. That's cool. The, the uh, pocket monster. So. All right. Well, then I'm going to go next on my list. Uh, I'm going to stick with the fictional category. And I'm going to move it over to a different franchise that I really like, and that's Harry Potter. And Harry Potter has some pretty cool animals in them, Uh, you know, stuff that people would want to see. And, you know, I thought about, like, Cerberus and Hippogriffs and all these kinds of things. But I'm going to go with what was the most elegant and unique and the the greatest wizard to ever lived had one in his office, because that's how cool he thought it was. And that is the Phoenix. So bright, gold, powerful. Uh, you know, they, the lore has them doing different things. So I'm not going to get into that too much. Uh, in, in terms of lifespan, they, they get old, they burn, they rise like a Phoenix. Uh, so you don't really have to worry about that. And, uh, and uh, you know, I think they're as interesting of a fictional animal. That's like still kind of relatable. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's similar to real life. Uh, but obviously something that's that's you're never going to see. Yeah. And since you lost Pikachu and that was supposed to be possibly your uh, your power source, maybe there's something you could do with the fire here. Um, some, you're, some, some sort of thermal. Con- like, yeah, that's going to be I mean, conduction. If, yeah. Listen, if we need if we need to boil some water, he can heat. Maybe he can heat 
the tank for the glass frog. I don't know. There's some, yeah, there's some stuff I could do there. There's some stuff I could yeah. do. I think uh, I, <laughs> I like how you're trying to help me because you kind of feel a little bad that you took away Pikachu, but that's okay. That's true. I was ready for it. I was honestly thinking of all the ones you might veto, it was going to be him. So I'm okay. With yeah. That. I think if, if I have it, I have to use it. Uh, phoenixes are, are cool. Um, you're now at two birds and two water animals, which is kind of not that deep. The only kind of land thing you have is a uh, pink panther who's constantly escaping. But uh, <laughs> I think I think Phoenix is a on its own is a fine pick. Well, I can't pick that in the bird category because it has to be real. But yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your criticism. All right, uh, I guess we'll head over to the last category, and this was the one that I I found the most interesting um in terms of the fact that it was real people and there was options uh and i don't know how this fell to me in the sixth round you know uh you know what i'm gonna do you don't have your veto and i'm going for the most beloved living animal expert on the planet his voice soothes you like a gentle breeze on a beautiful summer day and that's sir david attenborough this guy knows everything there is to know about sustainability and you know keeping animals healthy he's he's going to entrance your group as you walk along the path um you know there's nobody i'd rather listen to even if he's not there and you get him in your headset just thinking think about walking around looking at a phoenix listen to david attenborough tell you about it i i think there's it's relaxing it's educational uh and, and there's a reason that this guy is has done so much in his life and has been so loved so that's going to be my that's going to be my pick. Yeah, I think uh, David Attenborough has the intangibles. He's a knight for sure. Um, I was kind of assuming it was someone who would walk around with you. And uh, David Attenborough, ninety-four years old. That's I'm, what we're going to argue here. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of concerned about the measurables here. Okay, you're okay with me having a phoenix. And you have a giant red dog, but that's the stopper. That's the, that's, okay, all right. It so, might be. Um, I will get him like a segue. I'll get him a segue. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, honestly don't know his mobility, to be honest. Um, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, he's, he's still able to, or, you know. I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but I'm, I want lots of tours running through my zoo. Okay. And that's a lot of steps. So... I think his best tour guide days might be behind him. Okay. Okay. Well, I disagree. I, I don't think there's a better person on the planet to do this. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's nobody I'd rather have teaching me about animals right now. So that's going to be my pick. He's, he's accomplished a lot. Uh, very knowledgeable. But when uh, Mrs. Johnson's grade three field trip comes in on a <laughs> Tuesday morning, is he, is he really delivering? Is he really delivering 20, like, well, I guess 12 hours a day, seven days a week? Who are you getting to work for you? That, <laughs> I feel bad for whoever you're going to pick if that's the schedule that you are setting. But well, uh, I, I, Do you want me to go with mine now? Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to hear this. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going to go with someone who, who needs the job. Oh, I, um, I, good luck. I know what you're doing. Okay. Um, I'm ready. You know, I, I believe in second chances. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I can't believe this is the hill I'm going to die on. Yep. Um, this is what you're doing. Um, the guy is going to sell tickets. Yeah. He's multi-talented. <laughs> he's probably he's probably in his peak tour guiding years. If if I 
say so myself. I think his peak tour getting years were about 10 years ago, but sure. Are there some off-tour issues we have to deal with? <laughs> Potentially. But I'm going to go with the Tiger King himself, Joe Exotic. So <laughs> you're telling me that you're picking a guy that's in jail, that's notorious for mistreating animals and staff. He's run for office with no credentials. He's sang an album that he didn't even sing. Somebody else sang it and he put his voice on it. Well, we don't that's know. Do we do we know if that's true? And if you're concerned that my guy can't get around the park, I'm concerned your guy can't get out of prison. Do I want somebody touring a grade three class that's a convicted criminal? Like, what are we I'm doing here? Your kids I'm show up and it's like, hey, go with this stranger that, you know, has he's got 14 crimes to his name and has has one of the most popular Netflix series of all time because of how ridiculous and unsafe he is. I mean, I think that's a question. Listen, I, I agree. He's incredibly interesting. I thought about it for sure. Uh, if you actually want people in the door, that's, that's a good one to have. And me taking Attenborough off the board uh, it makes it tough on you. But I'm, I'm, I'm positive that there's some work program we can figure out. Um, is, is the mess addiction an issue? Sure. Sure. It's an issue. Was he... <laughs> Was he convicted of attempted murder? Sure, sure. But so I believe in second chances, and we'll, we'll probably have to like take the gun away from him. I don't think we should be having him walk around the zoo with a, a gun. But you have a panther with a gun. I'm pretty sure. So uh, he does. I think he does have a gun. Yeah. Here's my question: On what basis? I mean, I still have my veto left. Am I only able to veto here if I don't think that he's able to do the job because he's in jail? If, if you don't think he qualifies for the category. He's living and he's an animal expert. So I, I can't, I don't think I can argue that he doesn't, I mean, animal expert, quote unquote. So I, I don't know if I can. I, I, think, I, I think he sells tickets. I think he sells tickets. I think he sells tickets too. I think uh, Maybe for a, a different reason than David Attenborough, but. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, okay, well, I don't want to badmouth somebody any more than I already have, so I'm, I, uh, yeah, I, I will accept your pick. I didn't use my veto. You didn't, you didn't take anything that was outside the scope of acceptable, uh, of acceptable categories and acceptable choices, so I, I, I don't think I saw a veto that I could throw at you. I think you, you kind of stuck within the, I mean, you, you used yours, and I've, I mean, listen, if I oh, win... I don't think that was questionable. If I win and I get vetoed... Anyways, uh, okay, why don't you, so why don't we do a quick run through again of your selections here and then, and then I'll, uh, I'll take everybody through mine. All right. Uh, for main, main attraction, I went giant panda for flight. I went, uh, peafowl for water down. I went otters for celebrity. I went Clifford for extinct slash fictional. I went brontosaurus. And my tour guide slash uh, musician, I uh, went Joe Exotic. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize. If you, you can't argue he's a musician because they'll veto that one. We, uh, we, we, we can work it into the tour. Okay. You can have a song for each uh, attraction. If, if you just wanted a, a musician that sells tickets, why, why not get somebody more famous? I see a comment in the chat saying Beyonce would have been the better choice. And I would pay to see Beyonce over Joe Exotic. So that's just, I mean, if that's what we're going for here. I have a lot of cuteness. I needed a bad boy. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. You're balancing it out. You're balancing it. Gotcha. 
Uh, okay, so for main attraction, I started it off big with the largest animal on Earth, the blue whale. Uh, for try a flight, uh, you know, I went with something that I cared about, and that was the green jay. For, I think we did uh, Celebrity Animal Next, uh, which I had the Pink Panther. Watered Down, I had the Glass Frog. For Extinct or Fictional, uh, my Pikachu was vetoed, so I went with the Phoenix. And for Tour Guide, I went with Sir David Attenborough. So I think this, uh, listen, you got, some, you got some definitely better picks than me in some of these, I think, like here and there. I don't know if overall it's going to be, you know, rise above. I, it's it's going to be a tough one. I think I think I think there were some good choices. Um, I you know I think we both also went with picks that like we were we, we were genuinely interested in. You had that story about seeing the peacock on yeah. outside your apartment. I know you're a big brontosaurus guy. Uh, you know, obviously I. And, I in uh, in hindsight, I think maybe taking a convicted attempted murderer in the sixth round might have uh, sunk my draft a little bit. But hopefully, it's, listen, you're taking a long shot. You're taking a long shot on a guy. If it pans out, you're a hero. And if not, it's a sixth round pick. You know? It's, yeah. I'm 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 selling tickets here. I'm so I'm just trying to do my job. Listen, so. lots of GMs have taken guys that are risky because they're gonna they're gonna sell picks or sell tickets. So that's uh that's uh I can see it's a it's a viable strategy. Um, but yeah, who, who knows? We'll have to see what the people think. Um. All right. Well, how uh, how uh, was uh, was your was your other draft? There's no murderers involved with it, so that's that's pretty good off the bat. Yeah, I thought it was solid. Um, I thought it was fruity. I didn't really get the uh, the pininess that they talked about, but definitely crisp, fruity. Uh, all their other beers are fantastic as well. So uh, I'll probably head back to Ventura at some point, and I will probably be going here again. So. How was yours? Um, pretty good. Uh, I think the first time I had this was back at uh, back at university, and it still still holds up, still good, uh, easy drinking, but you know, still a little more flavor than your classic lager. So, uh, no, I, I definitely enjoyed it. And yeah. uh, you know, what? the next time I think we we should have we should have maybe tried to come up with a name for our zoo. I think that's where we missed we missed out on. That would have been that would have been a good one. That would have been a good uh, a good suggestion, but. Uh, all right, so for those of you that are listening, again, we'll be posting the the poll that we need your responses on uh, on our Instagram page uh, at Drafts and Drafts Podcast, all one word, obviously. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be a close one. I don't know, Adam. What do you think? You going to take it? Um, yeah, I shouldn't have taken jokes. I, I messed up. <laughs> you're sending, you're sending defeated. You gotta, you gotta own the pick, man. You gotta own yeah, the pick. Okay, yeah. The number one it's, thing was which zoo do you do people want to go to? And I'm telling you, I, man. I think people want to see Joe. I think people want. To, there's a reason Netflix was torn apart for for four yeah. days while everybody binged that. I, I stand, I stand by Joe. Oh, I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, quote him on it, folks. Uh, so. Thank you, everybody, for, for those that are listening. We appreciate it. Make sure you, uh, whatever uh, uh, media you're following or listening in on, make sure you follow. Um, we, we do this on a weekly basis. Uh, so uh, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, whatever you're listening on, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um, and for those that are watching us live, we'll be sticking around to see what you guys have to say uh, on a little more informal basis. So thank you so much. And uh, everybody take care. Any last words, Adam? Uh, go team out of me. See ya. All right. Thanks.